You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is the locker room divided over this? I mean, there, I mean, there were teammates liking the video. So, I mean, that is locker divided right now. Uh, I, don't, I don't feel that way. I, I, I don't get that vibe. I just feel like, you know, as a competitor, as a player, you know, you want to see your guys have success. You want to see your guys do as well as they can. And when that doesn't happen, you know, you obviously feel a certain type of way. But I don't think it's dividing the team any type of way. Um, I just feel like we're just a hardworking bunch of guys. And like I said before, if there's any way that he can get back in the building, I would be tremendously happy. But you just got to move forward. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. As we look forward to week nine in the NFL, we'll hit some NBA later this hour. Ed Egros of FanDuel coming up with us in our next hour. And, of course, we'll get to the, um, the contest picks for Joe and Paul and our lightning bets for week nine. But the voice there was John Johnson, the safety for the Cleveland Browns, a big ticket acquisition for them. He's played well. Their defense for the most part has played well. It's the offense. That's a problem in Cleveland. And right now it's drama. That's a problem in Cleveland. Odell Beckham jr. Is out. More is coming out on this story. Sounds like he asked for a trade as early as last off season. He was asking for a trade during the season. They tried to trade him uh, before the trade deadline. No one wanted his salary. So now they told him to go home, and he's out. His dad, of course, put up a a YouTube of all the times Baker Mayfield has missed his son open on routes. Drama in Cleveland. John Johnson said it's not a locker room divided. I I don't know. I can't speak to that, but it's not great. It's not great. And Beckham's just, this is what he is. This is who he is. Listen, OBJ's dad is trying to help the Browns front office. Like, look. You guys are debating whether or not to give this this man a monster contract. Look at how bad he is. He cannot hit my son to save his life. Uh, listen, this is this is leading all the headlines. It's a big story this morning. Schefter had it very early. This is a nothing to me. I don't know if it's causing a distraction in the locker room. They're denying that, but it's a nothing because OBJ's been a nothing. He's done okay. He's got the big name because he came into the league with that cachet. Remember those wild one handed catches that he would make, and it was so impressive. He had his time, his time has come and gone. And he's, I mean, if you rank the most important offensive players on the Browns roster, is he top 10? They got better when he got out, took out, took him out of the lineup last year. He's not, he's not a top anymore. 10 player on their offense. I mean, that's like, why are we, you said it? Why is he still on the roster? Well, today he isn't. I can't remember who tweeted it, but it was a credible reporter um, 
talked to a player and said, OBJ just comes in. He doesn't talk to anyone. So no wonder the locker room's not divided. He's been a non-factor. Nobody on the team really cares about him. It seems like he's on an island doing his own thing, and that's the way it has been. So I don't think this OBJ thing is going to affect things all that much, except maybe be a slight distraction. But I I don't get the sense the players really care. Um, I think they're probably just going to say the right things in the locker room, but I I don't think he's been a factor. And I just kind of feel like everyone's tuned him out anyway. He's kind of a joke at this point. So the backdrop, of course, is their game this weekend. Let's go to it. Week nine Browns at Bengals. It's a big one. So we don't think he's much of a factor. We don't think it matters that he's released. Well, we'll see what uh, the line says. This has moved. It was two and a half. It's now the Browns three point underdogs in Cincinnati. And the total is off the board. Right now on FanDuel, the total is off the board. I'm not really sure why. Odell Beckham Jr., has anyone watched him play for the last two years? He doesn't move the total in games anymore. That's out. (laughs) Uh, Most receivers don't, but he certainly does not. (sighs) What are we making on this? I I don't like this game. I, I, I'm looking forward so, to so seeing you know what, what happens. I made a mistake yeah. there. I was I was looking at the wrong thing. It's still two and a half, still and the total is back. That's it's 47. Fact. So 47, okay. two and a half. No worries on the line move. But two and a half. The uh, Browns are the underdog. It's been rock solid there. It, it has not budged. The look ahead was two and a half, open two and a half, and we're still sitting here at two and a half, a total of 47. I'm not quite sure what to do to this game. I know there are some people – uh, in the sports betting space that have some strong opinions on laying it inside of a field goal with the Bengals and others that feel just as strong about the Browns uh, as an underdog on this side. Injury uh, report, not as bad as we've seen much of the season with the Browns, but you still have to watch that offensive line today when we get the designations because Treader did not participate Thursday, their starting center, and the right tackle, Conklin, did not participate. So that's mm-hmm. something to keep an eye on. I mean, both of these teams coming off rough games on the Cleveland side. Uh, you, you lose to Pittsburgh. They're held to under 100 rushing yards, and that's their bread and butter. And then on the Cincinnati side, you lose an 11-point fourth-quarter lead uh, to the New York Jets, which ended up shocking the world here. So I don't have a strong play, but if I were to go with a lean, I would I would lean Cincinnati. But you guys know I, lo- I love that Browns team, and maybe this OBJ stuff will be a good thing that he's the hell out of there. But the one mismatch I do see is Burrow with Chase and Higgins, just that Bengals passing Mm -hmm. offense going against the Browns secondary, which is 25th in pass DVOA, 25th EPA per play as a defense overall. They stopped the run. They're good there, but they are poor against the pass. Yeah, the Bengals with – Burrow and Jamar Chase, I love that connection, plus T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. I think they're going to present some problems with Baker Mayfield hurt. It looks like they've been struggling. If I'm going to do a play, it's Bengals. Money line for me. Ooh, I I think the Bengals are going to win, too. I'm with you, Aaron. And, Joe, you mentioned the pass game situation, and, and that's the weakness for the Browns. Here's the reality of their defense this season. It's been good at times. We know the pass rush is good. They have faced four teams in the top 10 in passing in the NFL. 33 points to the Chiefs, 47 points to the Chargers, 30, what was it, seven points to the Cardinals. When they've gone against top quarterbacks, the other team has put points on them. The only top passing attack, top 10-ish passing attack they shut down mm-hmm. was Kirk Cousins, right? And, and they, they held the Vikings at bay that day. They won in Minnesota. When they face the top quarterbacks, the Browns have been exposed. And Joe Burrow, I look at him as a top quarterback, and he's got those weapons on the outside. One of these teams has to bounce back. I'm going to take the team that's less noisy this week. I, I don't know how much a distraction it'll be, but they've got injury issues. 
It's noisy over there. I don't know how much of a distraction. And you mentioned Stefanski this week. Does not do well covering within the wow. AFC North. I like yep. the Bengals. I think no the doubt. Bengals are the right side of this. All right, let's go to I, yeah. Well, yeah, one more thing on it. No, I was just going to say I, I would go Bengals, but I, it's not going to be a top five, top six play for me. I, I'm looking forward to see what happens, though, in this divisional matchup. Titans-Rams Sunday night football. We talked through this a little bit earlier in the week. Um, the overreaction, perhaps, to Derrick Henry being out, though the numbers come down a little bit. FanDuel now has this as a seven-point line. Down from seven and a half, now to seven. Total of 53 and a half. I, I did think this morning of one angle that I don't think we touched on yesterday or when we went through this game. Could there be an element of surprise to start the game from the Titans' offensive perspective and the Rams not knowing what to prepare for, right? Like, you play the Titans for the past three, four years. You know exactly what they are. They're they're Derrick Henry, play action off of that, the two big receivers on the outside. Do you know what the Titans' offense is going to look like on Sunday? I mean, they could try to run the same offense just with a different back, or are they going to do something different? Are they going to open it up? I wonder if there's an element of surprise early in the game that could – get them a couple scores, and then that might change the, the way this game kind of goes. Why did they have to get the corpse of Adrian Peterson? Like, what is that going to do for you? Just go with the guys that you have. It's fine. We know what AP's going gonna to do two yards per carry. Okay, great. You're fine with McNichols. Um, I don't think it, it would it be surprising if they change things up, though, Joe G. Isn't this what they have to do? You have multiple yeah. weapons good weapons. It's one of your strengths on the outside. Uh, the, the connection between Tannehill and the receivers. I think it's what they have to do to uh, to adjust to being more of a, a passing offense. Uh, you know, th- both of these teams are coming in in four-game winning streaks. I, are we sure there's nothing to what's happening with this Rams injury report? So Ramsey was limited on Thursday. They're saying he's fine. Stafford and Woods did not practice again. So I'm curious about that. I think they'll be good to go. Maybe they'll say questionable, not sure. But uh, not as big, big of a question mark as it was for some of the, the other uh, teams out there. But I am, I am wondering about that. I, I'm on the Titans. I liked it a lot more at 7.5. We're down to 7 here. This is a complete overreaction. It was 4.5 on the look ahead. We're in the era where running backs don't matter. But apparently, as long as their name isn't Derrick Henry. And he's great. He's the best in football when he's out there. But for this much line movement, the market or most of the week was telling me that he's worth three points to the spread through a key number. I thought that was nuts. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to take the Titans plus seven in my doozy of a round robin that I've got going on. Oh, I can't wait to hear about this in lightning bets. This (laughs) sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. I'm going all in. But I, I... We talk sometimes about these quarterback injuries and running back injuries and how much it affects the line movement. And don't get me wrong. I don't think Nichols and the corpse of Adrian Peterson are going (laughs) to replace Derrick Henry, but it might not be that big of a drop-off. I like taking Titans plus seven here. Yeah, I'd lean Rams, but I I do wonder if the Titans could jump on them early with something different they're not ready for. That'll be a fun Sunday night game. All right, the Falcons and the Saints. I think this is one we've probably touched on a little bit less than some other games this week. My first thought on this is, is this too much love for the Saints? Now down to their another backup quarterback, right? We've gone from Jameis, who won the job, and and he played fine, right? He was fine this year. wasn't horrendous. And, And they had a nice record with Jameis Winston. And yeah. now we're, we're either going to have Simeon or Taysom Hill back there. 
I mean, six points against the Falcons, who until last week, right, the Falcons had been ascending for about a month under under Arthur Smith. They had been playing better football. Matt Ryan, until last week, I think he had four or five straight games of two-plus touchdowns. Like, that offense, what Arthur Smith is trying to put there, has started to, to really play well before last week. They ran into the Panthers. They were not good last week. Feels like a little bit of an overreaction. It's just like a lot of points. Are the Saints just going to roll without a quarterback here? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure either. So Taysom Hill was upgraded. So all signs point to to the starter being Taysom Hill. Uh, see, six and a half is the number, by the way. Now six and a half. Yeah, it's going the wrong direction. It keeps going up. It was six yesterday, and then I saw some of the sharper books move to six and a half. Now it's six and a half everywhere. I don't think it's going to get to seven. Are we sure that Matt Ryan's fine? Like we've been talking about Calvin Ridley gone from the team for personal reasons. His hand was bleeding pretty stitches. serious. He got stitches. On, yeah, on, yeah, he got stitches on the hand. So we'll see if he's all right. But just overall, the Falcons aren't viewed with the the bottom feeders, but they are a bottom feeder, no matter what what number you look at. So I think that's part of it on the road. But it is a division game, so can it be a one score? Yeah, that would not surprise me. Uh, the Saints don't have explosion, but they don't they don't need explosion. They're winning with their defense this year. And that's how they're gonna continue to win. I wouldn't I wouldn't lay six and a half with them, but I'm not getting too excited about taking the Falcons. I might use the Saints with one of my survivor plays, but I I don't feel great about it to be honest. I have no play on this one. I think this is another one that I'm just staying away from. I just don't have a good feel for it. And if Joe O is, you know, saying that maybe Matt Ryan is not at his, you know, full health, then I would definitely stay away from the Falcons. This is just a tough one. I really don't have a good feel for it at all. Yes. So I am also worried about the Matt Ryan thing, but no injury designation. He was not limited or anything yesterday. He's practicing. Now, a quarterback in practice, you can, you can, control the atmosphere right no one's going to step on his hand in practice no one's going to bang his hand he can get out there on sunday get stepped on again or something weird happens and he's bleeding again and all of a sudden we're in some big trouble uh my lean though is the falcons it just feels like too many points i mean taysom hill i get it simeon i get it it's it's too much all right we'll we'll hit more of the packers chiefs next hour in the contest pick segment but let's touch on the raiders giants it's also it's another one of those games we haven't touched on much this week um look there's no way to know here but it would be we'd be remiss not to mention that this has got to be a, a very emotional week for the Las Vegas Raiders, right? Derek Carr basically in tears of the podium the other day talking about Henry Ruggs, tragic situation, person lost their life, Ruggs, you know, speeding gets in the accident. So I, I just, I have no idea how they're going to come out on Sunday. And, and honestly, if the, if the Raiders came out and laid a complete egg, it wouldn't surprise me. Like this is uncharted waters for a team. And it seemed like they like they like that kid, like the way Carr was talking about Rugs, like he's he's well liked in the locker room. So it's you add that to it, right? There's just probably a lot of emotions with the Raiders who are traveling east for this game. It's a one o'clock start. Giants getting three and a half. I'd lean Giants in this game, mm-hmm. uh, coming off even though they're on a short week. I'd, I'd lean the Giants here. Yeah, I mean, but it, they like him. Okay, great. He's a trash human. I mean, there's just no other way to put it this day and age with all the options that we have, and, and that's someone with money. There's just no excuse. No excuse for those actions. Ruined, ruined a family, ruined a lot of people's lives. Yep. With that idiotic decision. Um, I just agree. It's like most people. I don't know what to do with this game. If that horrific event never occurs, I'd probably say lay it with the Raiders. What is interesting is 
all the money is coming in on Vegas. And now we're past three. Now we're at three and a half. I, I just, I don't trust anything. And it's not like the Giants were impressive. That was more disappointment in the Chiefs on Monday night. And they, they've got the short week. They've lost to some bad teams. Some teams that uh, the Raiders are better than, like Washington, Atlanta, Denver. Just offensively, the Giants really can't do much. And that's why they ended up losing the game to the Chiefs. They should have won that game, but they just couldn't put enough points on the board. I like the Giants as underdogs here. Um, they're better as road dogs against the spread, but I'm going to I'm gonna take the Giants plus three and a half. I think Joe Judge and Daniel Jones, their backs are up against the wall. They need a win here. They're at home. So I'm going to take the Giants. We'll talk some NBA, NBA over the weekend and some breaking starting quarterback news. We'll hit next. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks with Becky L. Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Hey, it's Quinn Mayo from BetMGM tonight, 7 to 11 Eastern. Download the free Odyssey app now to watch and listen to the Daily Tip, BetQL Daily, You Better You Bet, and BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network.